You're listening to The Wet Spot, hosted by Passion Poet, a safe space for our tears, sweat, and sexuality. Peek under the surface at the sterile slut, where Jasmine helps you uncover secrets through intimacy coaching and tarot reading. There's even a bit of amateur boudoir photography thrown in, showing that she's not afraid to be vulnerable right along with you. Are you ready to be your best sensual self? Meet us at www.thesterileslut.net to learn more. to become a sponsor of the wet spot or to donate to help this wet spot go further well here's how you can do it if you want to become a sponsor of an episode or several episodes you can hit me up at the wet spot podcast one word the wet spot podcast at gmail.com and we can discuss how you can become a sponsor if you want to donate a love offering or some just a gift to the erotic empire and the wet spot itself hit me up in my paypal just send a, just send something to paypal.me that's paypal.me slash erotic empire one word paypal.me slash erotic empire i just give a love donation i would really appreciate it and that will help the wet spot and the erotic empire go so much further. So thank you so much and let's get wet. In this segment, I want you to get comfortable as I read one of my pieces. Because the words, the words may move you, they may inspire you, who knows, they may even get you wet. So sit back and listen. Open up, open up. Let me see the beauty of your femininity as shyness parts along with thighs. Let courage shine as slit glistens in the light of my adoration. Open up. Let me taste the passion of your lips as my nature rises with the anticipation of our joining. Let my desire to worship at your pearly gates make my every move slow, purposeful, reverential. Feel my fingertips grace the skin along your inner thigh. Feel the sigh rise from sensitive skin as goosebumps follow my caress. Feel the breath of my heated need hover just so right above your entrance and open wider. Let me enter with questing finger, dipping beneath the surface. Let shyness fall aside with composure as questing finger searches deeper. 
seeking the elusive button, the ridge of pleasure hidden from view, except for the truly worthy. Open up. Few fingers curling in serene worship, finding tender spot upon upper walls quivering flesh. I made a call to come hither, start slowly, deliberately. As excitement simmers, temperature rises. Open up, lips above as below, part in silent scream. Pressure built up until valve releases. Eyes squeezed shut and voice breaks silently above the threshold of human comprehension. And suddenly, the call, the come hither, come, comes, comes. <sighs> the call, the come hither, comes, thither. Liquid elation flushes down willing probing digit, flooding skin with scent of musky jubilation, and screams muffled by overstimulation find volume, moans and shudders given voice as body shakes, as lust liquefies. I close my eyes, oral fixation satisfied. As I slowly remove my finger from the depths of your soul and kiss your upper lips, preparing for the trip down to the dripping south. Welcome to the wet spot. This is episode 69. I'll let that ruminate. I'll let that ruminate for a bit. <laughs> okay, so. Today is story time. I have been receiving some rave reviews over the stories. Um, when I read stories from my novel or the upcoming books that I'm doing. And I decided, I remember when I decided to read the entire story, Laundry Day. I recently got a really, really good review, unexpectedly, from one of my followers, one of my new followers, who listened to it and they had, they told me that they were very aroused and found themselves listening, imagining what was happening and coming, touching themselves and coming. With that in mind, I really said I have to do another story, not just an excerpt. I want to do another story. I also, I also told the person that their enthusiasm actually encouraged me because I've been so busy with the editing side that I've not done any creative writing of late. So what this person really gave me the um, a creative boost, uh, an ego boost, if I want to say. And I said, 
I'm definitely going to start writing stories. I want to. There's so many things. I keep putting them off. But this is the year of completion for me. I am going to do these things. I'm not. I'm going to stop saying I'm going to. I'm just going to get it done. So I'm going to read the first book. The first story that got me thinking I should write um, a compilation of short stories. So you've read Laundry Day, which is another bo- another story in that compilation. But I'm going to read the first story in its entirety. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. So this is for all of you who love to hear naughty stories. This is for especially for my uh, my follower who was was very, very enthusiastic about Laundry Day. And this is for all of you who have narratophobia, narratophobia, which is the love of sexual stories, the ability to get you get turned on listening to sexual stories. That is a that is a um, necro, na, nar, narratophilia. Sorry, it's not a phobia. Narratophilia, narratophilia, which is the sexual being sexually aroused while listening to stories sexy stories and dirty talk and all that so for all of you listening for all of you who have been a part of the wet spot up to this point thank you so much here is late night rendezvous i'm here i cut off the engine excitement was palpable in the confines of the car The GPS had led me to her apartment, and I'm sitting outside, wondering if I had the guts to go in. She had replied to one of my IG story questions about what she needed right this minute, had replied that she wished she could get an hour of uninterrupted head. Being who I am, I replied privately that she should send me her address. She laughed it off, testing to see if I was serious. I usually play off my requests like this, but there was something about her. So, instead of sending a joke to lighten the mood, I challenged her to see if she would send the address. I'm willing to give you what you need. I hit up her Instagram direct messages, wondering what she would think about my message. LOL, she replied, virtually laughing off my comment. I'm serious. I could use the company. Yeah, right, she scoffed. You wouldn't. Try me. A moment later, my phone beeped. Her WhatsApp glowed with a location pin. She was calling my bluff. I had blindly followed the directions spurted by my phone's Google Maps app, not really caring where I was going. I wanted this. Needed this. I had found myself in a nice neighborhood in Fort Worth, St. George. The building sat prettily in the middle of the cul-de-sac, and I was texting her after being told electronically that I had arrived at my destination. My phone buzzed a minute later. I'm coming. The front light flashed on. She stepped out of the door onto the patio. Her big brown eyes had my full attention. They almost gleamed in the light from the single iridescent bulb fighting valiantly against the dark night. She was even prettier than I had imagined. 
She was curved in all the right places and had expressive features. She was dressed simply in a hastily threw on nightshirt. But I could tell she did do some freshening up before I got there. Even in the dim light, I saw the shimmer of lip gloss. I smiled to myself as she started to speak, which made me focus on her lips even more. Hi. Her voice. Her voice was melodious. Hi. There was a slight pause as our eyes communicated. I saw amusement in her twinkling irises, but quite faintly, there was also a bit of astonishment, a bit of am I really doing this and what did I get myself into peeked behind her cute gaze. You came. She eventually broke the silence just before it became awkward. Yes, yes I did. I was serious, you know. I grinned back at her. I sure can see that. She opened the door and stepped in, inviting me to follow. Giggling, she said, well, let's get this over with. I followed her into the modest-sized downstairs apartment and she closed the front door behind her. The front house was tastefully furnished with, the, with those old mahogany sofa and single chair sets that might have originally graced a grandparent's house, but somehow didn't seem out of place. The 32-inch TV was set off in a corner and a low centerpiece glass table had a single bottle of red barefoot wine and two glasses. Never want to hide my feelings. I'm sure my face showed my surprise. I thought that we could have a single glass of wine before our <coughs> activities. That's fine with me, I replied, finding my voice. She expertly poured us two glasses of wine and brought them towards me, offering me one. I remembered she had told me that she worked as a bartender sometimes. I took one from her and raised it in a toast. To new experiences. She echoed the sentiments and our glasses clinked. Our eyes never left each other as we each took a sip. Mmm, I moaned in appreciation. I have a thing for sweet wines. This is good. I'm glad you like it, she started, but stopped when I put the glass down. I'd taken one sip, but although the wine was quite good, that wasn't what I came here to be drinking this night. I took her glass from her and set both of them down on the table again. I reached for her and she took my hand. No words were said as I pulled her into me and lightly started sucking on her bottom lip. She seemed to like that as her body melted onto mine. My arms went around her waist and I pulled her even closer as my tongue sought and received permission to enter her mouth. My tongue tasted hers along with the sweetness of the wine as we kissed. Twisting and twirling, they started in an intricate dance of dominance, trying to see who would give way to whom in this intimate mating dance. Her breasts felt good against my chest and I closed my eyes, just wanting to savor the first touch and first taste of this girl that had dominated my fantasies just from our conversations on Instagram. Her tongue played hide-and-seek with mine, teasing and twirling as I tried to catch and pin it with my own. Over and over we wrestled orally, 
enjoying the give and take as we each won and lost the advantage. My hands slid from her waist down to her ass as her arms wrapped around my neck and her fingers entwined in my locks, which were pulled back into a ponytail. My hands explored her ass as we kissed, grabbing and enjoying how it felt. I was also not so covertly feeling for a panty line. And yes, there was a tight feel of boxer shorts under the shirt. My lips disengaged from hers and traveled to her earlobe as my fingers took an exploratory tour of their own and found themselves sliding under the cotton sleep shirt on a mission to divest her of all unnecessary articles of clothing. I usually like panties, but today was not one of those days. I slid my hands up her sleep shirt and found the elastic waistband of the boy shorts. I stopped kissing her long enough to have a grip on the panty with both hands and decided to give her a chance to reconsider. Last chance, babe, I started, but she laughed and kissed me back. Shut up. I was promised an hour of head and I'm counting down. No fair, I protested. You can't start counting until I'm actually down there. Well, we will see, won't we? She threw back. Oh, I chuckled in between kisses. <laughs> it's on now. I stepped away from her temporarily so that I could pull her panty down, rolling it off her ass and feeling her muscular legs as I followed the momentum until I was kneeling on the floor and her panty was a puddle at her feet. She stepped out of it and kicked it hastily away, grounding herself again and not a moment too soon. I started kissing and licking her shins and in her thighs as I rose slightly, raising the hem of her sleep shirt to her waist. Her brown body glistened in the light in the front house and her barely there pubic hair was trimmed and neat. I kissed around her hips and her inner thighs slowly taking my time to devour her skin and inhale her womanly scent that was seeping into my nostrils from that angle. I nudged her thighs apart with my chin with the intention of teasing her some more, but the sight of her full lips parting like the petals of a rose, revealing the pinkness of a clit that peeped from under its hood with a curiosity of someone who wanted to know what was knocking at her door so late at night, took over me. I stuck my tongue out, licked her slit from top to bottom in one long swipe. I shuddered with pleasure. That first taste was everything I had ever dreamed of since she and I connected online. It tasted like water with a slight salty sweetness in the aftertaste. Explosive kaleidoscopic feelings of euphoria made me close my eyes again and moan into the pussy. Jesus Christ, she tastes divine. I almost stopped licking under the influence of that taste. I didn't drink enough wine to get me drunk, but one lick of her intoxicated me immediately. I shook the effects of overarching pleasure from my mind and set my face like flint as the good book said. I was here to put in work. I parted her labia gently and slowly suckled on them before sucking her clit into my mouth like one of those sweet, sweet cherries that garnishes blended fruit punches. I pulled and flicked on her nub with vigor, making her stiffen just a little as I found my rhythm. 
As I got into my grove, I felt the slickness of her juices start to coat my tongue. Her hands, already in my hair, gripped my locks and started to press my face between her legs, pushing and pulling my head like her own personal sex toy. I didn't mind one bit. I smiled to myself as my poem Let Me Be Your Toy flashed through my mind. I locked my arms around her hips and ass and suckled and licked till her juices started to flow down into my mouth. I swallowed and sucked some more, drinking from the fountain of pleasure that nestled so invitingly between her spread thighs. Her moans were low at first when I started my exploration of her womanhood with my tongue, but as my intensity and suction increased, so did her volume. She moaned low in the back of her throat at first, but as I devoured her, smacking and gnawing as though I was eating a juicy mango, trying desperately to capture all of her juices, she gasped and panted, groaned and started to shout. In fact, in order not to wake her landlord or the neighbours, she blindly groped until she found one of her throw pillows and buried her face into it, finally letting loose the screams of passion that I was ripping from the bottom of her soul with every second of prolonged ministrations. I was holding her up with her body pressed onto my lips and my arms around her hips and ass because she could not stand on her own. Her knees had started to buckle. I relented temporarily as I disengaged my mouth. My face was glazed with her juices as I slid my hands up her body as I stood, removing her sleep shirt. Her arms automatically went up as I pulled it over her head and she stopped shakily on unsteady legs in glorious nakedness. I pulled her towards the sofa and gently laid her on her back. I threw one of her legs over my shoulder and I dove in again, more fiercely this time. She wanted an hour of uninterrupted head and be Christ, she was going to get it. My tongue pierced her sopping pussy and, and I tongue fucked her with abandon, making her moans rise and fall in time with the rhythm of the thrusting of my pink muscle. I could feel her moving her body from side to side to try to contain herself as her implosive orgasms started up again. I could hear her moaning, no, 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 as she was trying desperately to stem the flow of ecstasy. She was trying to control herself, but I wanted her completely undone. So I pushed her other leg away, spreading her out as far as I could. Then I slipped my index finger into her sopping wetness. At the insertion of my finger, I heard her gasp in surprise at the precise moment her vaginal walls contracted in another pulsing orgasm around the intrusion. I simultaneously restarted my licking of her clit while slowly rotating my finger to start calling forth more orgasms with a come-hither motion. She went wild, moaning and thrashing around, forgetting her in her bliss to cover her face with the pillow, which had fallen forlornly onto the floor, discarded. I started humming on the clit like a harmonica while finger-fucking her, and she continued to cry out and thrash on the sofa. Oh, 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 oh God, stop, 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 she panted out. 
I gave in and raised my face, which by this time Dove was double glazed like a prize donut. I need, I need, I need to catch, I need to catch my breath. But I thought you wanted this hour of cunnilingus to be uninterrupted, I answered sweetly, innocently. My eyes batted in that, in that classic, whatever do you mean, look. She was too busy panting to laugh at my joke, so I decided to give her a break. Where's the kitchen? Can I get you a glass of water? She gasped out, sure. Sure, and pointed down the corridor weakly. Don't worry, I replied kindly. I'll get you some water. You rest there a minute. I found the kitchen and took a large plastic cup back to her, full of cold water from the back of the fridge. She had sat up then, taking the cup in both hands and guzzled it down. She almost straight pulled the water, not moving the cup from her head until it had almost been drained dry. Take a breath, hon, I chuckled. We still have round two. I didn't say you were gonna have sex with me tonight, she snapped back testily. Whoa, 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 I threw up my hands in mock surrender. I wasn't thinking about sex. I didn't even bring condoms just so you wouldn't think I was coming to make an easy score. I just think that by my calculations, taking this break out of the, ti- out of the timing, I owe you about another 50 more minutes. She stopped. Stunned, then burst into laughter. When she finally stopped, she had to catch her breath again. <laughs> oh, wow, she gasped between turtles. <laughs> that was a good one. She wiped her eyes as I laughed along with her. She was so comfortable with me, she hadn't remembered that she was still naked on her couch until I pulled her breast into my mouth and suckled. <sighs> she moaned. I suckled and nibbled on her left nipple until it got hard like a little pebble in my mouth. I lay her back down on the sofa and massaged the other nipple with my fingers as I licked and sucked and massaged her breast, alternating between them when I felt as though the other one needed oral attention. She moaned again, pushing my mouth flush onto the breast I was sucking on. The right one by that time, I think. I almost couldn't breathe she was pushing me onto her breast so hard. But I am a trooper. I resolved, if I die, I die. And kept on sucking. I finally was able to pull away and pull her up. She looked a bit confused until I whispered, Turn around, baby. And made her kneel against the plush sofa handle. I positioned her so she was bending over the handle and spread her, her ass cheeks. Before she could protest, my tongue attacked her pussy from the back before licking and sucking and rimming her asshole. I plunged my tongue into her asshole with stiffened stiffened intentions. Oh, oh my fucking God, she moaned as I slurped at her ass like I was trying to pull her soul from her body. My fingers found her pussy and I started to flick her clit to the rhythm of my pulsing tongue in her ass. At that, she lost all resistance and flopped down, laying prostrate with her head almost touching the floor, still moaning. Thinking about her safety, I stopped then and gently pulled her up so that she was on her stomach on the sofa rather than hanging from the chair arm. I slowly licked licked up her spine until I got to the back of her neck where I latched on and bit softly. Her moans broke then and she came violently 
the constant overstimulation finally giving her the complete release she sought when she put her desires up on my IG story. I'm back home now, writing this story, reminiscing. Before I left, I had to get some water for myself. As much of her juices as I had consumed that night, I needed some water to restore my strength and prepare for a long drive home. We have decided to pour out on a proper date now and I smile to myself at the thought conventional wisdom dictates that we go out first and then I get invited back to her place. But who wants to be normal? Thank you so much for listening to my story. It was called Late Night Rendezvous and it was the first story that I wrote as a challenge to myself. When I wrote it, I actually thought I can do this. And, the, and I started to write um, more, more stories with the intention of releasing a book of short stories as one of the books from Passion Poet. So I'm really hoping that you enjoyed it. Please, if you did, send me a voice uh, voice message right here if you're listening on Anchor. If you're not, send me a note on my Instagram, the.wet, that's wet with two T's, the.wet.spot.podcast or the wet spot podcast, again with two T's, the wet spot, the wet spot podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you feel about the story. Tell me what you think about it. Tell me what you liked. I hope that you enjoyed it. Let me know if it, if it aroused you. Just let me know and share this story with others. This has been Passion Poet for another adult story time. Thank you for joining me on The Wet Spot. My name is Passion Poet. You can find me on Instagram at Bajan Passion Poet. B-A-J-A-N-P-A-S-S-I-O-N-P-O-E-T. Bajan Passion Poet. Or on my website at passionpoet.com. I hope to see you next time.